You are now listening to Strong in the Saddle, a weekly podcast with the goal to help you get strong in the saddle and maximize your potential as a rider and horse person. Whether you're someone who is looking to make the finals as a professional barrel racer, a dressage rider hoping to advance to the next level, or a recreational rider who just enjoys their horses away from the competition arena, I am here to help you be the best that you can be, both in and out of the saddle, in and out of the competition arena. If you're ready to improve your health and fitness so that you can be the best that you can be for your horse, then you're in the right place. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Strong in the Saddle. I'm your host, Katrina. And before we get into today's episode, I would ask if you could very, very much do me a favor and please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. That would be greatly appreciated. It just helps um, get the podcast out to other people who might enjoy listening to it. And just a reminder that this podcast offers health, fitness, and nutritional information and is designed for educational purposes only. You should not rely on this information as a substitute for, nor does it replace professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have any concerns or questions about your health, you should always consult with a physician or other healthcare professional. Do not disregard, avoid, or delay obtaining medical or health-related advice from your healthcare professional because of something you may have heard on this podcast. The use of any information provided on this episode or any other episode of the podcast is solely at your own risk. All right, let's get into the episode. And it just occurred to me that it seems like every time I go to record an episode, I am doing laundry. The room where I record my podcast is right next to my washer and dryer. So hopefully you guys can't hear my washer and dryer going right now. If you do, uh, I apologize and I will... uh, try to space out those activities in the future. But anyways, so we are three months into 2022. How crazy is that? We are one quarter of the way through this year. For some of you, that's upsetting. For others, that might be exciting. I don't know, probably mixed emotions. (laughs) And so as such, I thought it would be a good idea to touch base with everyone in terms of how your goals are going for the year. How are you progressing? Um, Have you achieved any goals that you set earlier in the year? Have you been making progress? Are there some goals that you've decided don't apply anymore? Or maybe there's goals that definitely still apply, but you have made little to no progress towards for whatever reason. I will be honest and say I have goals that fit into all of those categories. There are some goals that I set and I already achieved, checked off the list. There are others that are more long-term goals where I need to continually do something every month in order to say that I've achieved them. So like I set a goal that I wanted to read at least one book every month. So that's obviously an ongoing goal that I can say I'm on track to achieving. But then there are other goals that I have not made any progress towards at all. 
it's frustrating, but admitting that I have not made any progress is the first step to getting my butt in gear to make sure I check those goals off before the end of this year. So in today's episode, I just want to offer you guys some tips for how you can still achieve your goals. The ones actually that specifically relate to getting strong in the saddle. Even if you've made zero progress in the first quarter of 2022. So if you've listened to the podcast long enough, you aren't going to be surprised by my first tip for getting strong in the saddle, which is to strength train at least two to three times a week. Getting strong in the saddle means that you need to make your body stronger. And the only way that you are going to achieve that is through the use of strength training workouts. You need to give your body the stimulus and a reason to get stronger. If you're crunched for time, your best bet is probably to do full body workouts that utilize compound movements like squats, deadlifts, and the overhead press. Those exercises will work the larger muscle groups, giving you the most bang for your buck. On top of that, those sorts of movements really mimic a lot of the things that we need to do as horse people. Squatting can mimic the movements we do in the saddle in terms of getting up into a two-point position and then sitting back down again. Deadlifting helps when you're doing things around the barn, like picking up a square bale. Overhead press helps with things like throwing a heavy saddle onto your 16-hand high gelding. It all translates from the gym to the barn. And on top of all of that, strength training has many benefits. Of course, it builds muscle, but you can also burn fat, speed up your metabolic rate, create strong bones, all those good things. My next tip for getting strong in the saddle in 2022, prioritize sleep. Not sleeping enough has been linked to so many negative health consequences like hypertension, which is high blood pressure, diabetes, depression, obesity, and furthermore, not getting enough sleep messes with recovery. So even if you are strength training two to three days a week using compound movements, like I just said, you might not be getting the results you anticipated because you aren't getting enough sleep. When you sleep, your body is busy at work, repairing tissues, building your body back up, you know, from everything that you've done during the day. And if you aren't giving your body that time every single night, you aren't going to get, you might get results, but they're not going to be optimal. They're not going to be as quick as they otherwise could be. Um, And in fact, you might even see yourself backsliding. You might be super fatigued. You might get injured. And you might regress in your workouts and your rides as you get weaker. Regardless of your health or fitness goal, sleep should be a huge priority. Aim to get eight hours of sleep a night. And if you know you need to get up at, say, 5 a.m., then count back to figure out when you need to get to sleep and start your bedtime routine accordingly. I know it's not sexy or marketable. But trust me when I say that this could go a long way to you achieving your performance goals, both in the gym and in the arena. 
My next tip for getting strong in the saddle relates to cardio. So I guess, so cardio for anyone who doesn't really know, it's working your cardiovascular system, your heart. So we usually associate things like running and things like that. Um, There are some people who just love cardio. They go for runs, they do spin classes, they sit on an elliptical for hours on end. But here's a controversial statement. Cardio is overrated. First off, it's not great for losing weight, despite what people think. Regardless of what the calorie tracker on the treadmill says, you likely aren't burning as many calories as you think. In fact, a good strength training workout can burn just as many, if not more calories than your average cardio workout, while also giving you the added bonus of muscle building stimulus. The second downfall of cardio is that the more cardio you do, the harder it is to get stronger and build muscle. Your body has to divert calories away from things like repairing muscles after a strength workout and put that towards fueling your cardio workout. As a result, you can actually lose muscle and get weaker if you overdo it on the cardio side of things. If you're wanting to get strong in the saddle, I really think that you need to move from a fat loss mentality to a muscle building mentality. Yes, in some cases we will want to lose some fat, but I really think that it should take a secondary place behind getting stronger and being more able to handle your body athletically. You don't necessarily need to get completely rid of cardio. There is a thing to be said for your heart health and all of that, Um, but don't overdo it. My next tip to help you getting strong in the saddle and making sure that you achieve that goal here in 2022 is to get in your vegetables and fruits. It's lame, I know. (laughs) But seriously, the vast majority of the population does not get in enough produce on a regular basis. And that's really why we have an ever-increasing number of unhealthy and overweight people on this planet. One reason why eating lots of vegetables and some fruit is really important is because of one, all the micronutrients that they contain, and two, the fiber that they contain. Yes, calories and the macronutrients of fats, carbs, and protein are important, but those lesser items of micronutrients and fiber are really important too in terms of you recovering from your workouts, from your rides, and getting stronger, but also in terms of overall health. It's really important too. And this is a super easy way to start seeing progress. I know that if I don't eat enough vegetables, like for example, when I went on vacation during Christmas, I wasn't getting in as much as many vegetables as I usually do just because we were traveling and eating at restaurants and whatnot. And I didn't feel as good. I feel sluggish. So, you know, vegetables, they give me vitality and they make me feel good. And I will say they don't need to be bland. You don't need to restrict yourself to steamed broccoli and kale salads. 
try different ways of cooking your food. A favorite of mine right now is roasted Brussels sprouts. I put a bit of salt and some garlic on them and then um, drizzle them with some olive oil and then I roast them and they taste so good and I look forward to eating them constantly. <laughs> so I would recommend trying to get in at least three servings of vegetables a day, at least, and alongside a serving or two of fruit as well. Uh, my next tip for achieving your strong in the saddle goals this year is pretty simple, and that is to eat. Starving yourself in the name of losing fat and getting skinny is a recipe for muscle loss, fatigue, hormone imbalance, injury, performance degradation, depression, and on and on. Seriously, you guys, it's the best way to run your body completely into the ground. You need to eat, to live, to perform, to thrive. You need to understand that calories are energy. Your body runs on energy. In order to breathe, plump, pump your blood, and all of those basic things that your body does without you even getting out of bed, your body needs energy to do that. To walk around, to work, to talk, those things require energy. And then in order to work out, to ride your horse, all of those activities, your body needs energy. And if you don't provide that energy to your body, things are going to start to break down. Yes, your body will burn body fat as a way of getting that energy, but it's also at some point going to start breaking down other things like your muscles, especially if you take an extreme diet on for an extended period of time. I'm not saying that you can never be in a fat loss phase. What I'm saying is that one, you need to be able to fully justify your fat loss phase and you need to do it in a reasonable manner. What do I mean when I say you need to be able to justify a fat loss phase? I mean that you have better have reasons why you're cutting calories. Is your body fat above 25% if you're a female? In that case, okay, we can justify a fat loss phase. I would say that anyone else, and specifically with women here, you should not be cutting your calories if your body fat percentage is like 23% or less. And also when I say you need to cut or, you know, reduce calories in a reasonable manner, I mean that you shouldn't be slashing your calories by a huge amount and starving yourself. The most successful fat loss phases are usually moderate and controlled. You would gradually drop your calories. If you get to a sticking point where your weight isn't dropping, then you would gradually drop them a little bit more. Get to a sticking point, drop them a little bit more. Not only is this easier on your body, but it's also easier to stick to and it makes it more likely that you will keep the weight off once the fat, fat loss phase is over. Next tip, again, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, this is going to come as no surprise. 
eat a high protein diet. I think most people, even if they don't know much about nutrition at all, will associate eating protein with getting strong and building muscle. Muscle tissue is mainly made up of protein, and this is why eating a good amount of protein is required if you want to build muscle. And of course, with more muscle comes an increase in strength. In addition to building and preserving muscle, protein also helps with satiety. If we have two meals that are exactly the same calories, but one is higher in protein, the one higher in protein is going to keep you feeling fuller longer, even if they are the same amount of calories. So I encourage you to go back a couple of months in the podcast episodes to the one that I did exclusively on protein. I'll also link it in the show notes. In that episode, I give all sorts of strategies for getting more protein in your diet. To hit on a few easy ones, try adding in a protein shake. That'll likely get you 20 to 30 grams of protein right there. Try adding in a protein source at breakfast, like some eggs, which if you had two eggs, you would get 14 grams of protein. Uh, And try to have ready-to-go protein on hand. Meal prep some chicken and have it in your fridge ready to go. Remember, it's all about making things easy for yourself. You can even buy chicken breast in the grocery store pre-cooked and ready to go. Ideally, you want to hit at least one gram of protein per pound of body weight. If you're in a fat loss phase, I would probably bump that up a bit to 1.2 grams per pound of body weight just to help preserve your muscle while you're in a fat loss phase. My next tip for reaching your strong in the saddle goals is all about supplements. If you want to get strong in the saddle, if you want to be the best equestrian that you can be, a well-rounded whole foods diet is going to take you a long ways. And that's why you will notice that I don't often talk about supplements. I often think that people look to supplements before they should. They aren't sleeping enough. They don't drink enough water. They haven't eaten a veggie in weeks and their workout schedule is sporadic. And then they expect that a supplement or more like a a concoction of supplements is going to compensate for all of that. I'm sorry to break it to you, but no supplement in the world is going to be able to overcome the negative consequences of a poor lifestyle. Supplements are meant to do just that. Supplement. They are meant to fill in the cracks here and there and give you that bit of an edge once you have everything else nailed down. If you don't have your sleep, your hydration, your nutrition, and your workouts optimized, then you have no business looking into supplements. However, for those of you who have done your due diligence, for those of you who are making an effort to give your body all that it needs, There are some supplements that can help you out in your journey to getting strong in the saddle. And just a caveat here, I'm not a doctor or anything like that. Please speak to your medical or healthcare professional before starting or stopping any medication or supplement.
one thing to look into is a multivitamin. Truth is, even if you do eat all of your recommended veggies and fruits, you may still be lacking in some micronutrients and a multivitamin can help with those shortfalls. Another supplement to consider is a fish oil. Most of us don't eat much fish, much fish. <laughs> so a fish oil supplement can help you get in those nutrients. Just make sure it's a high quality brand. I use Nordic Naturals. Many of the fish oils that you find, say, in your grocery store are actually rancid and could actually cause your body more harm than good. So likely it's going to be better to spend a bit more money on a higher quality product here. Um, if you're not willing to do that, then I would say don't even bother with a fish supplement. And lastly, consider supplementing with creatine. There isn't a single other supplement out there that has so much research confirming its positive benefits when it comes to muscle building. It's affordable and it works. Take three to five grams a day. Don't need to do a loading phase. Doesn't matter when you take it. Um, yeah, it's one of those that's just a good idea. The research is there. So those are kind of my tips on how to make sure you're going to stay on track and achieve your goal of getting stronger in the saddle or maybe just improving your health overall. So just to recap, we want to see you strength train two to three times a week. We want to make sure you're getting in enough sleep. We want to make sure you're not overdoing it on the cardio. Make sure you're getting in vegetables and fruits. Make sure that you're eating, period. So that make sure, you know, you're getting in calories to support your activities and supporting your body, making sure you're getting enough protein within those calories that you're eating, and make sure you're spreading it out throughout your entire day. And then after all that, considering a supplement or two here and there. So hopefully that helps in uh, getting you on track with your strong in the saddle goals. Um, yeah, like I said, you know, it's, yes, we're a quarter of the way into 2022, but that still means we still have nine months left in the year and you'd be amazed by how much you can achieve in a year. Um, lots of time to make some changes, instill some good habits or whatever else it is that you'd like to do. And uh, yeah, that's about it for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you do have any questions or need further help on your goals to getting healthier, getting stronger, all that good stuff, please be sure to reach out to me. The best place to reach me is on Instagram at Strong in the Saddle. I'd love to hear from you. And until next week, remember, it's always a good day to ride.